0: in this place and i knew it not and he was afraid and said how dreadful is this place this is none other but the house of god and this is the gate of heaven and jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of the place Bethel, but the name of that city was called Luz at the the first. And Jacob avowed a vow, saying, If God be with me and will keep me in this way, that I go and I will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my Father's house in peace. Then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou hast given me, I will surely give thee a tenth unto thee. And we trust the Lord to bless this portion of his precious truth of well, a word of prayer. Dear Lord, we'll come into thy presence. we we'll just continue to pray, Lord, come down amongst us. We're here tonight and Lord, we'll worship and praise and exalt the name of Jesus. We we'll thank you, Lord, that the blood of Jesus has lost none of his ancient power. And Lord, we claim the blood of Jesus upon this meeting. And, O oh God, we pray, Lord, for anointing upon thy word, Lord. And, God, most of all, Lord, that you would come down amongst us in our time of prayer, Lord. O oh God, that you be one of our number. Lord, that we would feel the weight of thy presence amongst us. In Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> um, just to get the background of this passage that we've read. If you turn over to chapter 27, and verse verse 36, and also verse 41. And this is uh, Esau speaking here. And he said, Is not rightly he named Jacob for he hath supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold now he hath taken away my blessing. And he said, Hast thou not reserved a blessing for me? If we go to verse 41, And Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing with his father blessed him and Esau said in his heart the days of mourning for my father are at hand then will I slay my brother Jacob we see in this passage and in verse in verse 10 in and, and chapter 28 Jacob he had to flee for his life. His life was in danger. He realized that Esau was, was, was going to kill him. And he had to flee. And we could see Jacob here. And he's just leaving home. He had to leave suddenly. And his parents advised him to go to this place called Haran and it was 500 mile away. Now, today, you know, we've got trains and, and, and buses and all, but in them days, it was just, you had to walk. So it was 500 mile. And probably this was the first time that Jacob left home. And he would have been alone. No security of a home. The future unknown. And subject to all the dangers along the road. And we see Jacob as he starts out this 500 mile journey and read that he came to a place called Bethel and the sun was set and he took the stones of that place and used them as pillars and he laid down and went fast asleep But then he had a dream. And in this dream, he dreamed about a ladder. And the ladder, it was set upon the earth. But the top of this ladder, it reached heaven. And he could see in the dream that there was angels ascending and descending on this ladder. And then, at the top of this ladder, he could see the Lord, high and exalted, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. And then, the Lord started to speak to Jacob. And The Lord said to Jacob in verse 13, this land that you're on, it's it's going to be yours. And it's going to be your seed. And in verse 14, you know, your seed, is going to be as the dust of the earth for number, his, his seed, Jacob seed, God has promised him here, his seed is going to have a global impact. It's going to spread from the west to the east. It's going to spread from the north to the south. It says in verse 14, all the families of the earth will be blessed. This is speaking of the seed coming through in Christ, our Savior. You know, read in John 3 and 16, that very familiar verse. For God so loved the world, he so loved you and me, that he gave his only begotten son. And it was through that seed, right down that, that line, that he gave his only begotten son. And the great invitation is that it's for the whosoever. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We see in verse sixteen that he awaked out of a sleep. He was he awoke, he was shaken, and he said these words, surely. The Lord is in this place. He was afraid. He was shaken. It was a life changing experience. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. We never outgrow the fear of the Lord. When we stop fearing the Lord, we are into a lukewarm situation. He says in verse in verse 17, how dreadful is this place. How awesome, you know, it's, the, the presence of God is in this place. There's no cathedral here. There's no buildings here. There's no stained glass windows here. There's just mountains and rocks and sand and wild plants and a few bushes. But the presence of the Lord is there. How awesome! Is this place? It's because God is in this place. God has reveal, revealed Himself. This is none other than the house of God. This is the place where God made Himself known to me. Jacob said, This is the gate of heaven. This is the entrance into the presence of God. As we meet here in Bangladesh, the Lord meets with us. We we'll come into this place, we we'll sense his presence as we we'll sing the hymns and the courses and and as and as we we'll worship will feel the awesome presence of the Lord. As the word of God is opened, and we'll learn about God's love and grace and mercy, about God's healing and delivering power, his holiness and his sovereignty, I can say this place has come an awesome place for me. This is the place, this room. This is the place that that we we'll meet with the Lord. We we'll meet the Lord in this place. We see here, Jacob, as he woke up, he done five things. Read first of all in verse 18 that he took the stone and he set it up. He took this stone that that was was his power and he set it up. It was to mark the place where he had that mighty experience with the Lord. I know each one of us, we, we can look back in a day and an hour and a moment and we can mark, we, we, we can mark the spot what, where we're, we're turned from, from the old life and accepted Jesus into our heart and into our life. You know, we're, we're, we're translated from darkness to life. And we became the children of the Most High God. You know, what can mark the place. The second thing that Jacob done here was um, he poured oil up upon it. You see that in the last few words in verse 18. And he poured oil upon the top of it. This speaks of this is a symbol of pouring one's life out in devotion to the Lord. Jacob he he turned away from deceiving and lying, and he wasn't going to be just a lukewarm Christian. He was one to pour out his heart and his life to the Lord. And you know, there's so many people in our land, and they live just as a lukewarm, it's just a lukewarm situation. I was a person, though I wasn't saved, but I went to church every Sunday, and just one hour, and that was God out of my life for another week. You know, we need to burn fire for God. We need to pour out our hearts and our lives to Him. For He gave His all for us. The third thing that Jacob done in verse 19, and he called the name of that place Bethel, but the name of that city was called Luz at the first. Bethel speaks of the house of God. Whenever we purchase these, all these buildings here, you know, we didn't keep just calling this the place below us here, the, uh, the hairdressers and... That place over there, one time, it was the bicycle shop. It was the main bicycle shop in Balhinch, But you know, we don't know all them names. And you know, we named this, this place the New Testament Pentecostal Church. We've, we've named this here, a house of prayer for all people. You know, we changed the name. You know, this, this is this has become our Bethel, the house of God. The, uh, the fourth thing that Jacob done here and verse twenty Jacob vowed a vow. Now God promised Jacob all the, the, the promise that he was going to bless him, that his, his seed was 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 going to be, go to the east and to the west and to the north and the south. as, as a, It was it was going to have, as it were, a global impact. And all the families of the earth would be blessed. And the... Um, he vowed a vow, and Jacob, envi- in this vow, he was claiming all these promises. And last, I just happened to be last Thursday night, there was a leaders' meeting, and it was in uh, Elaine's office. I always thought it was the pastor's office, but I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh <clears throat> and at the, uh, in Elian's office, there's, there's a text that is written up in the office, in the wall. And it's found in Isaiah chapter 58 and verse 12. And this, the background to this verse is the pastor When he was coming to Bonahinch, he had this promise, and it's found in Isaiah chapter 58 and verse 12, and they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places, thou shall raise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shall be called the repairer of the breach. And the restorer of pass to dwell in. And you know, see, whenever you have a promise to stand on, it's everything. And, and when it, whenever it's from the Lord, it's a mighty foundation. And the pastor and his wife and family came to Bunga over 17 years ago. And they had this that this promise, that that verse to stand on. And the, there were maybe, in some senses, like Jacob. You know, Jacob, he went away, we'll see in a moment. He left home, and he just, a staff, ate nothing. And the pastor, he came to Balna and his wife and family, and there's no church, no nothing. But you know, he believed the Lord. He claimed the promises. And that's what we are here. And we're here in this permit. We're here claiming the promises. And God, the, the, the Lord promised that the pastor that it was about revival and the way that God would move. And you know, we're experiencing this. We're experiencing the Lord moving supernaturally. Um, The fifth thing that we read in, in this passage that we read tonight that Jacob did, and it's just the latter part of verse 22, and he said, And all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. And then if we turn over to Genesis 32 and verse 10, this is, this is Jacob's testimony. And... Jacob saying here, I am not worthy of the least of all thy mercies and of all the truth which thou hast showed unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan and now I am become two bonds. Twenty years has passed and and them twenty years when he started off he had no cattle he had no sheep he had no camels all he had was just the staff but you know the Lord blessed him and the Lord blessed mightily and you know what we are here. T- we are here tonight, and I believe that you know we're going to see much more. I believe that we're only beginning to see what God's going to do in Banagher and in this surrounding area. And we're we're stunned on the promises of, promises of God, and we're stunned on on that verse that the pastor got all them years ago, and we are believing. That God's gonna pour out His spirit, and that we're gonna see a mighty work done in Banbridge, and Belfast, and and all the various towns around us. And you know, we're here, and I believe, and I've said this to Carl often, I believe we've have we've, we've come from here, there, and yonder, but you know, we, we've been sent by God to this place, and you know, we've we've enjoyed. And what we're seeking to keep enjoying this, the presence of God. I'm going to say, like Jacob of old, surely the Lord is in this place. Amen.